0: Hey, this is Aaron Holt. I'm the director of Lead the Generation. I'm joined today by my co host, Gilbert. Ackerman Youth Pastor at Allison Park Church.
1: We just want to say thanks for joining us today for the LTG Student Leadership Podcast. We believe that leadership is all about influence, so we want to help you discover new ways to reach your friends
0: for Christ and lead your generation. If this podcast is helpful to you, it would mean the world to us if you'd write a review and rate it on whatever platform you're listening from and hit subscribe. We'll be dropping new episodes several times a week throughout the school year. And
1: be sure to share if you think this would benefit other students like Feel free to check out the show notes for
0: more ways to connect with our ministry and our guests. This podcast is sponsored by our partner, WorldServe International. WorldServe is addressing the water crisis in Africa, where over 790 million people don't have access to clean drinking water. You and I can be part of solving this crisis. Go to WorldServeINTL.org to get started. So get ready. The Student Leadership Podcast starts right now. Hey students, welcome back. One last episode this week with our friend Andy Lynn. Andy, it's been great. This has been such a great week of interviews on the podcast. We're so glad you're with us one more time. I am glad to be here. You guys are awesome.
1: Yes, this has been a good week. Now here we go. One last question for you, Andy. Uh, We're going to travel back in time for this one, right? So I want you to think of your 14-year-old self. What is the most obnoxious thing that you consistently did as a 14 year old that now as an adult, you're like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I did that. Like mine would be the, the lucrative amount of money I spent on Yu-Gi-Oh cards, like just excessive. <laughs> uh,
2: I would say I remember I remember asking my parents for money like on a daily basis and like they they wouldn't always say yes but looking back i want to say it could have been every day of my life as a 14 year old and now that i have kids i'm like i really hope that like karma is not a thing and it just comes back you reap what right? you
0: sow man yeah, I it, hope not. It is a thing. We just don't call it karma, but that's a that's a totally different <laughs> theological podcast that we're working on. It's called Reaping and Sowing. What were you spending all this money on? Is what I want to know. That's what Gil really wants to know. You know, every 14 year old so, asks for money, but what were you doing with it? Yeah. It,
2: you know what? It was probably like everything from clothes to movies to video games. I mean, you name it. All of it. It was adults. like the second I got money, it was gone.
0: <laughs> okay. Help us out one last time. Uh, Students, if you missed any of the other episodes from Andy earlier this week, you got to go back and catch them because they're so good. This content has been brilliant. But uh, one more time, Andy, give us a leadership thought. Yeah.
2: So this would be the most important thing a student leader can do. And that was a suspenseful pause. I wanted wanted that to build up, right? I was hoping, (laughs) you know, if we could change the music there, guys, that'd be great. Now, so the most important thing a student leader can do is to pray. Now, Here's the thing, if you're listening to this and you thought, great, Andy, that's very cliche, you're a pastor, you have to say pray, then I would challenge you in this, then you don't understand how powerful prayer is. So a lot of times we shift to what we can do in the physical because it's normal, it feels good to do things in the physical. Like I can text all of these people, I can go serve with my hands and all of those things are really, really good. I'm not telling you to stop doing them. But what I'm saying is, In scripture, when the disciples are getting like burdened in acts with all of this stuff happening, they bring in like workers and deacons. And what they say is we don't have enough time to read the Bible and pray. So we need people to help us do the ministry. Mm. And a lot of times I, I think we pray to help what we're trying to work on versus realizing that prayer is the most productive thing that we can possibly do. And the scripture that I kind of look at is, um, when you look in Galatians chapter three, you have this group of people that is trying to grow spiritually by doing things in the physical. They're trying to complete spiritual things, uh, and grow by certain physical acts. And Paul comes in with a a beautiful one-liner and he says, what began in the spirit cannot be completed in the flesh. And in other words, um, we are spiritual beings. Like C.S. Lewis says it really fancy, but essentially, we're not we're not human beings having a spiritual experience. We're spiritual beings having a human experience. And what that means in youth ministry, I'm not trying to change people's physical behavior. I'm trying to allow Jesus to hit their hearts and change their spiritual nature. Which means the only weapon I have is to pray. And uh, so I would encourage. I, I've seen prayer. Do be from our youth ministries the number one most incredible thing to grow students, attract students, lives changed. And it doesn't mean we still do cool events, we still do sermons, we still have a youth band, like, we don't stop any of that stuff. But prayer is by far the most important thing. If you're not actively praying for your youth pastor, your youth group, and your students,
1: yeah. And you know this is this is going to be a weird analogy, but I know you're 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 grew up as an athlete, so you can appreciate this. I I remember hearing a lot of coaches. Um, this was in between my Yu Gi Oh duels as a child. Whenever <laughs> I did some athletics, they. I mean, I, I've heard it talked about, and you even hear it hear it a lot now. They say that if you're going to do one ex- one exercise to really make yourself uh, make yourself stronger, it's just squats. Like, at the end of the day, if you can get out there and just do some squats, you're like, yeah, I'm not sure what I can do to, like, make make myself better and develop myself physically. It's like, oh, yeah, go do some squats, because it does your legs, it does your backs, it does your core, it does even, like, a little bit of your shoulders, the way that you have to hold things in place. Uh, and I, I, I've i heard prayer being compared a lot to that. Like, it it almost, mm. for a lot of people that hate leg day, right, they're like, oh, I don't want to have to go do this. I'm just going to be walking around uncomfortable. But it's like, if you would just go do this one act, it it transforms your body so much physically. Like, prayer transforms us so much spiritually that yeah. like it makes everything else different. Like it changes the way that we view the world. It's not just like the, the time that you're investing into it, but it's the perspective that it gives you. Um, so let me let me ask you this, Andy. Is there a student that you know of that's living this out real well?
2: Yeah, we have a student in our youth ministry. Um, he was a middle schooler and he was super immature. I mean, <laughs> but uh, his family uh, and him started praying for, for their neighborhood. And they were the least likely candidates to reach them. They weren't relevant. They like didn't have much money. Um, it didn't make sense. But they kept praying and they kept praying. And uh, this student invited me over to come play football with him and his buddies in his neighborhood, and nobody came. Mm. And uh, he kept he kept showing up. And then the next week, a couple guys came. Fast forward like six weeks. There was like four on four. I was like, Hey, this is awesome. Fast forward about six months and we've got 10 on 10 with offensive line and the defensive line. And we're bringing like goal markers. And he started inviting all of these students to our youth ministry. And I did not think they were going to come, but they all came. And most of them got saved and baptized. And then a few months later, their families came. Wow! And now their, board, their families are board members. Uh, two of them became a youth pastor one of them a worship pastor, and then one of their friends just became a Chi Alpha missionary. Hmm. So this one sixth grade boy prayed, just prayed. He had no discernible skill, but he he, he not, not just prayed once, but he prayed over a couple of years and God not only answered those prayers, but he blew them up. Wow! And I think sometimes he's just waiting for us to pray and say, Lord, use me. Like, Lord, use my youth group, use my family. And uh, I think th- there's there's a harvest out there, and if you say, "Lord, use me as a harvester," He will. He absolutely That's will. So good.
0: That's so good. I love this. So, Andy, I, I want to ask you just the same question we ask all the time, which is like, what's one simple way that students can start doing this? So in this case, like, how can they like get better at praying? I do want to point out though, to all the students that are listening, Gil's prayer life is on point because he spilled an entire cup of coffee (laughs) during this recording and somehow managed to keep his composure. Um, But (laughs) It's everywhere. It's everywhere, but it's, it's all good. Um, So anyways, Andy, just practically for the student listening, how can they grow in their prayer life?
2: Yeah. So it really is simple is I recommend starting off with it I know people aren't morning people but I would say morning night whatever you can just if you can begin to pray and don't pray here's the biggest thing Jesus says this in Matthew 6 don't pray for what you want uh, don't pray for what you personally need, but pray for his kingdom. Pray for your youth pastor. Pray for your youth group. And it can take five seconds in your head. You can I recommend saying it out loud, but Jesus can read our hearts too. But today I would say pray for 15 or 20 seconds and expect God to fulfill his promises because he always does. So I, I love praying God's promises. Lord, make our youth group a place for broken people. Lord, give our youth pastor an anointing and and energy lord help our youth group to grow in health help us to become unified those are prayers that i think god is like finally they asked it so i would encourage you today take 20 seconds and ask it
1: oh it's so good that's so good andy thank you so much for being with us with us all week if students wanted to be able to reach out to you and just connect with you or thank you for for speaking into them this week what's a good way for them to get a hold of you
2: yeah, the best is probably my email at Valley Forge. It is a underscore L-Y-N-N at valleyforge.edu. It's a underscore L-Y-N-N at valleyforge.edu. Um, or on Instagram, we are um, the uh, NJ Youth Alive. Either one's great.
1: That's so good. So, students, we hope that this content has been helpful for you. If it has, connect with us. Connect with Andy on social media. You can find
0: us at LTG Conference or myself at Gilbo Wagons. You can find me at Aaron Holt. so glad you were with us all this week. Andy, thanks for being a guest. Students, go lead your generation. Do it with passion for Christ and love for others.